Good evening, everyone. Please sit comfortably. I'm going to talk about a koan tonight. Many of you are familiar with the very well-known um, Zen koan, Nansen Kills the Cat. Doesn't sound very Buddhist-like, does it? Killing a cat. Let me take you through the, the case of it. The priest, Nansen, found monks of the eastern and the western halls arguing about a cat. He held up a cat, he held up the cat and said, everyone, if you can say a word of Zen, I will spare this cat. If you can't say anything, I'll cut off its head. No one could say a word, so Nansen cut the cat in two. That evening, Joshu returned from outside and Nansen told him what happened. Um, Joshua removed a sandal from his foot, put it on his head and walked out. Nansen said, if you'd been there, the cat would have been spared. <laughs> Let's look at this koan a little more closely and uh, <coughs> see what it's about. To me, um, one of the themes of this koan is um, about decisiveness and decisive action. If you look at the, the content of the story, um, the, the monks are suddenly asked to respond to a critical situation and they don't know what to do and they do nothing and so there's a consequence of doing nothing, the cat is killed. Mm -hmm. And uh, by contrast, Nansen's action is very decisive. Right? <laughs> Um, and also Joshu, um, who we know is a great Zen teacher, his student, was also very decisive. Put his sandals on his head and walked out. Putting his sandals on your head and, and walking and walking with sandals on your head in Chinese culture apparently, apparently was a, um, a sign of um, bereavement or grieving. So that's what the gesture actually meant. So he was, he was demonstrating his grief for the dead cat. Mm -hmm. Now, um, many Zen teachers in, in giving a commentary on Koan say, well, he didn't really kill the cat. Uh, he just mind killing the cat, you know, and they often mind killing the cat. You see the cat, you know, running off. Um, so, but whether he really killed the cat or whether he mind killing the cat, um, <clears throat> it's still the same point. But um, if you look at the word um, decide, and you go back to the, the Latin root of the word decide, it means to cut off, literally, um, and by cutting off, coming to a resolution. So you see the root of the same word in, in words which are very um, uh, decisive. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, very uh, definite, as in suicide, like genocide, homicide, like... Cutting off, cutting off ending of life, you know, it ends, stops. Um, and so if you look at these monks in the story, um, it seems like very un-Zen-like un monk behaviour um, to be arguing right, in a monastery. Why weren't they out there sweeping the leaves or doing zazen or eating, you know? They're arguing over a cat. Um, Robert Aiken said, well, what were they arguing at? Maybe they were arguing, there was a philosophical argument 
about whether the cat had Buddha nature or not, or whether the, the, the cat was a mascot, you know, that belonged to one group and not the other, and they were arguing over who it belonged to, but there was an argument going on, a dispute going on. So Nansen, being a really, really decisive, quick teacher, says, OK, this is what's happening. How can I turn it into a teaching? Right? How, do we, how do we turn this, this kind of craziness into something useful? And so he picks up the cat and challenges them with his question. Now, <clears throat> if you were to pause and, and reflect, imagine you're a monk there at that time and you're challenged with the same question and you're all there gathered around, the teacher, and this cat is about to lose its head. Right? And you're asked, show me a word of Zen, show me your insight, Tell me, show me what all of this training has cultivated in you. Everyone's dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. What's going on? This is my guess as to what's going on. Um, am I going to look stupid if I give the wrong answer? Mm-hmm. Am I going to give the right answer? Am I going to give the wrong answer? Am I going to make a mistake? Am I going to look stupid in front of everyone? Uh-huh. I bet all of that was my. I bet all that was going on. Otherwise, how come they couldn't respond? Mm-hmm. So, instead of decisive, appropriate action in the moment to save the cat, I'd imagine everyone went up into their head, right? And they're kind of like rabbits in the headlight. They they didn't know what to do next. <coughs> and. Um, if, if you do send practice, you may, you may notice these um, transformations that happen slowly in yourself or not, or the people you practice with. But somehow you take up Zen practice seriously. And one of the things that seems to happen is you become decisive. And you seem to stay closer to what is really happening in the moment and your decisiveness comes out of that way of relating and being. <clears throat> but because you're not getting caught up in thinking so much and intellectualising things, there's some kind of intuitive response is more likely to come forward. But there's more to it than that as well. When you're caught up in dualistic ways of thinking of gain and loss and right and wrong, etc., praise, shame, all of that, um, you, you're caught up in a whole lot of entanglement, um, thinking entanglement, and, and it's egocentric. You know, how am I going to win out of this, or am I going to make a mistake? Am I going to lose? What am I going to look like? Am I going to lose space? When that's so top-heavy, it gets in the way of our living our life and making appropriate responses. Um, and coming back to the issue of decisiveness, when you, when you cut through something and make a decision, you cut off, it's like you put other all options aside and you're 100% committed to this action. And, and when you do that, it's like any action will do, often, rather than no action. Just, just make a decision and, and take a pass and... Um, Otherwise, you just sort of dawdle around, around and do nothing. One other Zen teacher said, um, above all, don't wobble. Just see what's in front of you and make a decision and, and act. 
Mm -hmm. um, one of my clients from many years ago was a fireman and he was the head of his department and he, he told me, we talked about the training that goes into fighting fires, you know, in crisis situations. And he said the, the way that you train, particularly if you're a leader, is make a decision, any decision, but make a decision. Instead of there, sitting there thinking about what you're going to do. Either you're going to attack the fire from the left or the right, but, but choose one of them quickly. Um, anyone will do. Right? It's, that, it's that sort of dithering and wondering what to do often causes a consequence of some kind. And in this case, the cat died from dithering. <laughs> if ever you work on this as a koan, um, one of the, the central questions that's asked in this is what is the central act? Mm -hmm. What is the central act? And if you can see um, what is the central act in this koan, then you'll know how to respond. And the cat could have been saved. Mm -hmm.